Sometimes they were comedic or relentlessly horrifying. They were the foes of society, whether fighting the local sheriff or a secret agent. Frequently they mirrored our times, the gangster villains which rival real newspaper headlines of the present day. Collectively, they are the components which have fueled nightmares for decades to come. Hillary Clinton called uh, black men super predators. Hillary's got it been, all together. Like black men, black people have been made to be villains for no right. reason. Yeah, it's like all you, all we want is just to have a life, not to worry, yeah. just to live. Well, it's what everybody would, deserves, I, I, and everybody makes, wants. It makes me sad that people think it I'm a threat just because of what I look like. Right. It'll stink. I like to say a word of prayer before we start. All right. We start. Uh, God, help us be voices of the unheard. Help us to disseminate information that is empowering and true. Lord, we pray for this world. We pray for our leaders. We pray for all these people out here making their voices heard. Lord, we pray for the particular our people, black people, brown people, people of color, who have been under the thumb of oppression and have bought into a narrative that is not true. Help us to... Equip us to be the word, the voice of the future. Amen. 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 It's very beautiful. Amen. Amen. Can I puff that? Absolutely. Enjoy it. It's actually a good one. The initial, probably the five minutes, it's a little spicy, but it's a Connecticut light cigar. It's Filthy good. Viking. Yeah. It's made out of a, it's an Arizona roll shop. Where'd you get it? Arizona. <laughs> Whoa. Well, yeah, when did you go to Arizona? Oh, oh, it shipped it. Oh, whoa! No, so you got it on Amazon. It, this, this, that, no, hit, no, that no, has a hit. I got it from the tobacco shop. That's got a fucking hit on it, dude. The thing is, it's light. I'm telling you, listen, smoke it, smoke it, in like. Are you inhaling it? Well, of course. Are you not supposed to, right? No. That's why you coughed. He inhales anything. He gets his hands. Yeah, watch this. <laughs> this let the tobacco exist in your mouth. All right. <laughs> Shit. All right. It's just supposed to hit your lungs. I fucking baby. suck that shit in. No, it was gonna hurt. Hey, but the, luckily, it wasn't a dark one. Give it like, give it like five minutes. It's smooth as hell. No, but I then, like that. But then you get a good tobacco. I like that on. a lot. That's good. Get a good tobacco. Bowl. Make sure you keep. So it you're supposed to make, So make sure you, you rotate it. Or you keep it rotating because you want it to burn evenly. Yeah. Is that why it canoes? What. Is that why like yeah. blunts and shit canoe? Because you, you don't keep rotate it. Because the heat's moving up. I didn't know that. So you take the shallow. You're side. a fucking genius. So any so is actually be the opposite it. side. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah, because this is the longest side. Yeah. So you want the longest side to be the, the shortest side to be on top. So yeah. just fill your uh, mouth with it, right? So you kind of just fill your mouth. There you go. Let the smoke exist, and then it's like you suck it in, let it just yeah. like, bubble. Then let it out. What's going on here? Are there people falling down or running down that hill? Blow it out. There you go. That's nice. It's actually, cigar smoking is so relaxing. And it's a smell that for some reason, like, it's an aphrodisiac, the way that tobacco burns. Because the whole thing is tobacco leaf. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. no wrapper on it. Yep. It's all tobacco leaf. Yep. Familiar with that. I've seen dudes in Mexico rolling these. It's amazing, these. Bro. That's nice. It's fun to see somebody roll something like this. 
You know? Just let it, yeah, let it chill. Okay. Ten minutes will be solid. You won't even taste the spice. You just smoke at that point. I like it. Within 20 minutes in, you're like, just got a good tobacco roll. Hey, we got a new grill here today. We got to have a grill out. Weber? Breaking that grill, yeah. yeah I got a Weber. My pops handed it down to me. That's good. Freshly redone. He spent like 150 bucks. Years. Get new parts. So yeah. it's brand new parts yeah. and everything. Those flavorizers and stuff? No, I don't think. The little tents? Are those new? Is that little tents on them? No. Yeah, it's like, well, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're It's like Pentagon shape though, like where it's like. It's big rectangle. I'm saying the grip, so when you open it up, yeah. you have the grates. Oh. Underneath the, that, are there little. Yes, yeah. there are. Huh? Are those new? I don't think so. If they're not even fun. Because sometimes that's what breaks and people think I gotta get a new grill. We mm. can replace that. Mm. So if that breaks... So maybe break. he did because my dad said word for it this dude replaced every piece of hardware Probably. on this. Like baby basically made it like new. new. Yeah. It's not new but it's like new. New parts. Cleaned out. So I'm pretty stoked to try that out. Oh, we're just live. live. Oh. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're live. We're, we're just... Live. Uh, Skull. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want one? Dude, I'm not, I'm not going to take a Kay. I'm not taking a shot. No whiskey shots. Aye. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Booba, listen to Booba. Weston was drunk. Booba was, is the shit. That was fun. Booba is dope. That was a really fun... That was a fun little... That was a fun night. Booba. There was some people in the house that night, too. Yeah. Some people There's upstairs. like a party upstairs. Yeah. It's kind of nice background. Yeah. When was Boop? Is this still on Please Shut Up? It's on Please Shut Up. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Those people, what are your friends called? The, um, Deeper Pockets? Bigger? Oh, bad po Back Pocket. Yeah. What, are they in, what's their platform? Are they on Twitter, Instagram? What's their... Well, the Back Pocket is the... Those are the dudes from They're St. the wildly Thomas? average St. Thomas dudes, yeah. Wildly um, average? Yeah, that's like kind of like their, um, their tagline. They're, they're mm. average. Kind mm. of. And I think the, they, they ended up on the name Back Pocket because um, the back pocket is supposed to be like an average quality of the pants. Yeah. So like, they're just like, yeah, we're average, like the back pocket. I do like the name Back Pocket, though. I do like that, too. It's catchy. Yeah. Or like we're in your back pocket. or You can put things in your back pocket. It's yeah. practical. Yeah. It's very Minnesotan. It is very Minnesotan, isn't it? Weston's a very peaceful guy. <laughs> he had it. <laughs> Weston hadn't always been. He hasn't always been peaceful, though. I'm not always peaceful. No. Actually, on my way here, I was thinking of. I was like, Yo, how long have I known Weston? I mean, since years you seven. No, we were in eight or nine. We were in like fourth grade when I met him, but we only started hanging out maybe like fifth grade. Yeah. I just remember like yeah, I don't know he came over the house. I was like, Who's this spastic kid? I had major energy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a spaz. Just a spaz. I know, dude. <laughs> this kid's weird. I know. I still am weird. You were fast, too. Yeah. I still think I'm decently fast. If I can get up and go, yeah. I'm pretty fast. If I'm sprinting or running, yeah. Uh, I mean, I youth, youth football, if you're watching Wazoto Youth Football, right, and you're a parent, you're like, oh, okay, this kid might play um, halfback for the Trojans in a few years, right? Yeah. But, Trojans. <laughs> but just... Wrestling was too much. Wrestle well, yeah, and I eventually, I think my saw freshman year might have been my last year. Sophomore year, yeah. Sophomore year? Yep. And I, I, I just, it was too hard to try and get big for football. 
and then try and cut weight for wrestling right after. I mean, you don't have to get big. I know, but if yeah, I want to be, if I want to speed, you know. I mean, I basically stayed 190 big. from senior year Wyzetta to my senior year St. Thomas. But 190 versus 135, you can't be 135 playing oh, no, football. No. Smooth. Place, probably get away playing slot. I won't say Maybe not, though. Let, <laughs> no. let the smoke linger in your mouth and then enjoy it. Smooth. It's like lavender petals. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm so pissed on my stand broke for this mic. That's what, what, that's what moving will do. I think moving. Like when we were moving in mm-hmm. and it was just like in the box and loose and it just got fucked. But you know, I've only smoked like two cigars in my life. It's a very pleasurable experience. Pleasurable. That's my first one this year. I'm not acting like I know, but I'm kind of acting like I know. Cause that's life. You have to act as if. Man, if you know, you know. It is what it is. Very cool. Very cool. That's very cool, isn't it? Yeah, I like that. I'm definitely buying. I'm, I'm not a big uh, try. tobacco guy. But, but at the end of the day, a cigar once in a blue moon. If you see the ads in the 60s of people smoking cigarettes and things like that, they made smoking look cool. Everyone yeah. did it. It was like smoking well, look like. And they were doing it every day. and Yeah. It was, it was just like you're just chilling, dude. <clears throat> right. Let's cross just like thinking. Yeah. I need a cigarette. Pack, pack, pack. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. Just dial one in. You're right. Smoking is terrible for your lungs. Yeah. Vaping's dangerous for your everything will blow up in your face. I have blow seen. I saw a gentleman. I don't know his name because I was working at Chipotle and this was a guy who came in, who um, just went to school at MSU, and he came into Chipotle to buy a burrito, and I'm rolling this gentleman a burrito, this burrito, and I notice as he's talking to me, he doesn't have a single tooth in his mouth that I could really see. Maybe like one or two in the back. And in my head, I was kind of like, how's this guy going to eat this burrito? You know, he's straight gums. So anyway, I asked, he's about my age. I go, hey man, like, uh," oh, and on top of it, his lips look like they were like stitched or burnt. Like there was markings around both top and bottom lips. And so I asked him, I go, hey man, like, uh, you mind if I ask like what happened? And he said, uh. He bought a mod for his vape to sp- to make bigger clouds, yeah. and it blew up while he was sucking on it, oh. and it took out his fucking mouth, dude. His teeth, his lips. It, from what I could, t- and I didn't know this guy. I didn't like really get in depth, but I'm like, wow. Like I'm sorry to hear that. Are you gonna sue them? He says I can't because I added a not manufactured part. To it. Oh, sure. Like he, so it wasn't a part of the original. Right. Like he added something to it to make it more powerful. So he couldn't sue them. But this dude looked like he was in rough shape. Basically what you said. It'll blow up. Dude, and I saw it firsthand. I was like, holy fuck. You know? You gotta be careful. Yeah. That's no joke, man. I never asked him how he was gonna eat the burrito. I would assume he was gonna like blend it up or something. Because... This dude's Wait, not taking bites. He, he like didn't it was have a, teeth. He oh. had like no teeth, no front teeth, and his lips looked like they were straight sewed on. Like I would imagine it was like a grenade in this dude's face. Oh my gosh. Cause it, it it was like he was healing. It wasn't 
like nasty and raw, but it was like, holy shit, what happened to you? You know? It wasn't like normal, like not a normal health thing. Um, and he maybe had a couple teeth, maybe mm. in the back, but nothing up front. Just what I could see. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta be careful. How did he eat that burrito? I have no idea. That's a good question. I, I mean, actually you would think it would get a bowl. Yeah. Like a tortilla is kind of tough to... to yeah, I can't... And the basically what I remember his face looking like, I can't imagine him being able to bite into a burrito and chew it. Based on what I remember. Unless he... I mean, this is not... Straight funny. gummed it? Like, gummed it. <laughs> you know? Or like, he could have even, like, taken small bites and then, like, got it in the back of his mouth. You know what I'm saying? Whoa! That's like an oil tanker. He's trying to just straight drive through it. An idiot. What a fucking idiot. I'd like to say... <laughs> Hey, there goes coronavirus. Corona. Remember Corona? That right there is like so heavy. It's like you say here because it means something matters even more than this. Big time. This is way... This, this is I mean, humanity. And to be honest with you, I guess from my perspective, I never took the coronavirus thing very serious. I know it's a real thing. I know people are dying from it, mostly elderly. I know everybody can be infected, and I don't want to spread it. I don't want to get people sick. But at the end of the day, I was never very serious about the coronavirus, to be honest. Why? I just didn't think, A, if I got it, I would recover and I would be fine because I'm, I'm a healthy young man. Um, I think that... I'm a healthy young man. Yeah. And less, and I think that less, based on what I know from the stats, less than 1% of the world has been infected with this virus. So, I mean, I know it's very serious. I know it can spread easy. I know it's dangerous for the elderly and for the young. Um, but at the end of the day, I never took it that serious because it wasn't... Maybe it's out of sight, out of mind? In part, yeah. Because I don't know anybody. I don't know of anybody who was sick or died from it. Um, so I never took it that serious. This, to me, is tenfold more serious than the coronavirus. Yeah. This is very real. Right. Whereas to me, the coronavirus was real, but it wasn't scary right. to me. It was novel. Like, it was so removed. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like, oh, I know the media is doing this for a reason. To scare people and do something about it. I know it's worldwide, so it's not just like the States. But I think there's more to this coronavirus quarantine every day talking about the coronavirus. There was more to it than just the virus. Mm. To me. Yeah. So I didn't take that much... I wasn't afraid of getting the coronavirus and getting sick and dying. We have a pretty social house, I very, would say. Very, very much a lot of people so. that come. A lot of different people that come For sure. in and out. Just and friends. I remember even after that conversation, there were guests coming over here. Yep. So, I mean... Like I said, I I I was just kind of like bringing like the next day the house together for just kind of like making sure everyone's yeah. on the same page about yeah. that. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, people are gonna you're gonna do what you're gonna do. Right. As long as you're just being careful, I exactly. think. Exactly. And I'm all, I'm almost was a germaphobe before this stuff. I wash my hands. I cover my mouth. 
I don't sneeze. It's like basic health yeah. stuff that we should all be doing anyways. Yeah. Don't yeah, I, fucking sneeze in somebody's face. Right. Just cough like in your hand basic. and shake. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think I think no, I agree with you, and I think it's one of those things where we've had the. I mean, and it's just kind of like there's so much parallel with what's going on with this. You know, like being so like you saying you know, you're far removed from anyone who has it. Right. A lot of folks are like, I'm far removed from this because I live in Brainerd or I live in mm-hmm. Duluth, right? You know, it's like, I'm far removed from the black community because I don't know anyone who's black, so I don't know how personally they're affected by it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. I think coronavirus, man, it, it, um, it's kind of taking the back seat with all this. People are out. I've not heard it in the news. I haven't even heard it yeah. being mentioned in the news in right. the past. Five it's kind days. of like ISIS when when there was another crisis, people were like, "Oh wait, whatever happened to ISIS?" Yeah, what you know, did happen to ISIS? Exactly, just kind of like did we just, beat them? It just slid away. They're still out just there. The conversation just did we beat them? You know, but it just shows the power of media. They can make anything as big or as small as they want it to be. Dave Chappelle said it best. We don't even know where terror is. Oh no, that was uh, Cat Williams. He said first they said it was Iraq, then they said it was Iran, <laughs> then they said it was Afghanistan. <laughs> You motherfuckers don't know where terror is. It's everywhere. <laughs> That's the scary part. It's everywhere. Oh, right. It is everywhere. It is everywhere. Cat Williams is hilarious. Yeah, right. <laughs> his voice is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, white people, but when that hickety rickety Norman King came out of the fucking woodwork. <laughs> Norman, Norman, Norman. You wanted a pizza man. <laughs> What, what's your take on all this? No, I think a lot. I think I think people, especially those that are not black or are at least not minorities who face this kind of discrimination, racism, pretty much on a daily basis in America, whether it's said or unsaid. If you go out into the world and people perceive you as, you know, there's people that subconsciously perceive you as I'm better than you because I look this way or I am from here which is just a very ingrained deeply rooted evil that is in how they were raised or something went something went wrong (laughs) in their bringing in their bringing upness you know something was not talked about or something was not experienced but yeah I mean I think I think right now, sure, this tra- this very evil, nasty thing happened again. I mean, this has been happening for hundreds of years. And I don't want to say I'm numb to it, but it's like now I'm like, okay. I'm just kind of sitting down. I just think right now it's time for people that are non-black and non-minority. What I'm trying to get at is that they need to step up now and be like, you know what? This, this needs to end now. What are we going to do to fix this now? We have to make a huge change. Something drastic has to change. And whether it's policy, legislation, whether it's requirements, whether it's uh, consequences, whether it's a, a new department in, 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 ex- the, in the executive branch that is being created to basically, specially, keep a, people that conduct themselves this way accountable. Like, that. this is their thing. We handle racism we handle police brutality issues we are going to find you we are going to make sure that police 
don't do this. Right. We're going to go even further and say we're going to make sure that people, exactly, people, citizens of the country don't do this, you know? Something really drastic has to change to just prevent this in the future. And I also think that people shouldn't be, you know, bashing other people for how they should, like, um, their opinion on it. In terms of, like, black people. I've seen a lot of, like, people tweeting, like, these celebrities are coons because they haven't spoken up about... Lil Wayne said this. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know what who they're talking to. Right. You don't know what they're doing the to the work that they've done. Yeah. Before we or, know. Yeah, like you don't you don't know what. So you know, like let black people process this how they feel. Everyone's going through this differently, especially right. if you're black. Like everyone's going through this differently. It's not new, but people are acting like it's a new thing. It's not a new and, and, thing, and, and what, so that that's kind of been that's kind of what I think black people are exhausted about. Like I said, I. This week, when the news broke Tuesday that this happened on Monday, I remember watching and reading, I'm like, wait, what? Like, not even like what I'm shocked this happened, but but Ahmad though, like, in, I, I guess the context of it all, these cops were actually being recorded, There were and there were multiple voices, that's what it's like in broad daylight. Yeah. And they, he, <laughs> Former officer, I'm not going to call him officer. That his conduct gave me rise to the level of an officer. He was a murderer in that moment. He looked at the camera several times. Yes, yeah, like Tao. I don't. At the camera. I don't care if you know who he I said, am. Go ahead. I'm doing my job. And and and, and that, that's what he's saying. But in, in my sense, it was like, yep, I'm killing this nigger. Right yeah. Now. And that's what you. And the thing is, I what I'm saying is, you could see hate in this guy's face, hate in this guy's eyes. And that was what was scary for me. Yes. Yeah. I've seen those eyes. Right. Up north. Right? I'm at Zorba's or I'm at a restaurant. There's people who look at me looking like, you don't belong here. Absolutely. And I'm better than Absolutely. you. These eyes that I, this Derek Chauvin had, and those were the eyes that were in the person who ended up mur murdering Mr. George Floyd. But I just, what my, my, my whole thing about this is, is this is not new. That... People had the information. When I hear people knock on my door, text me, like, I cannot believe this is happening in 2020. <laughs> in my mind, I'm saying you're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. You have the most powerful tool in your pocket called a cell phone. I don't care if you're an Android person or if you are an iPhone, you know, Apple person. With that phone, you can download something called YouTube and type in police brutality. You will be inundated with videos of people who survived and many of whom, and a lot of those who have also died, right. of the officers killing black people through what they deem to be their, their job or their duty. But yet, this boy can walk into a church, sit through a prayer service, Proceed to murder nine people. When the cops find them, they put on a bulletproof vest on this kid. By the way, this kid was white. George Floyd was trying to pay for something with a counterfeit dollar, with a counterfeit bill. In the mid, amidst a pandemic, where his community, and possibly including himself, are financially struggling. 
he was using fake whether we he knew or don't we don't know that right but that led to we don't even recognize this the officers who arrived at the scene pulling their weapon out on him that led to an arrest bear in mind context buying something with fake money he didn't kill anybody yeah he didn't break in he didn't have an altercation that is where the problem exists for me right is at the point his death is one is atrocious and that it, that's still it, that's a whole other issue of itself but for those of us who are here you who are able to listen to this who are able to talk about this we still have lives and we're alive today to breathe mm-hmm. right a gift and the conduct leading to George Floyd's death should not have even happened right that there's a deeper deeply seated issue in that too right that could that and that's a centuries old thing and we'll get into it but um, yeah yeah, dude, centuries old. It's hundreds of years old. I mean, it's been happening. It's it was, it was basically the equivalent of a public lynching. What happened uh, to George Floyd? In a sense, yeah. Like back back in like Jim Crow era, where you know KKK members would literally just lynch black folks publicly, where other people can see what's going on and yeah. not doing anything about it. That's kind of the way he was just like assassinated like that yeah. it was just like and people are just like what the fuck is going he's not moving he's not like he was dead like then like he's like everyone's like well, he's did not you, did you read this the, so the complaint the hennepin county district attorney's office as folks who are listening to this should know by now have brought charges against their show third degree murder and then first degree manslaughter now in that complaint no pause right there coach yeah isn't third-degree murder, like, I mean, that's basically, like, involuntary manslaughter. No, no, it's not. I mean, if you read the elements in the Minnesota statute... What, depraved mind? It's a de- well, it's not a depraved mind. It's, it, I think it's a disregard for human life. Recklessness. Right, and so the DA can add charges, and I think there's been some conversation of potentially the ge- attorney general's office taking control of the prosecution of this case. But that beside the point is there's a disregard, and so the... The DA only brought charges that they were confident they had elements to bring because, again, they conducted the investigation, and based on what they conducted, there could be this type of conviction. They can add to second degree. I don't think. But I'm pretty sure another element of that third degree, which is very, you know, specific to like only a few states. I think Minnesota is like it's like Minnesota, maybe Arizona. I don't know. Just it's like a handful of states that have third degree, and like another element was like intent, and intent isn't an. Well, I should preface by saying intent wasn't an element of third degree so they're basically saying that he did not intend to kill no no no. i think i think it's the killing because again with criminal law in the murder and manslaughter stuff there's that like act and then there's also the, the state of mind and again i'm not i don't do this work but um like i can read you what the third degree murder elements are go it says so this is minnesota statute 609.195 that's section 609.195. A, whoever, without intent to affect death on any person, right. causes the death of another by perpetrating an act imminently dangerous to others and evincing a depraved mind yep. without regard for human life is guilty of murder in the third degree okay. and may be sentenced to imprisonment for no more than 20 So we can say... Intent is not an element. 
Correct. But Causation is an element. And then negligence, recklessness, depraved mind, all that all falls into the same category. Well, the thing is, you have to be careful to conflate criminal law with tort law. And I don't want to get, that's not where I want to go with this, but I'm just trying to say, like, essentially, it's whoever. If you're, It says whoever. So you're not protected by right. the badge. It can be a police officer. Without the intent. So you're not intending to kill, but you still cause the death. Right. By another perpetrating an imminent dangerous activity, putting pressure on someone's neck. Right. So that's characteristics of manslaughter. Correct. But it's not. It's a different degree. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think... you said, too, it's like the first charge. Right. It's what they knew could stick. What they're confident in. Yes. Right, right. And, and so it's not... And like you said it, too. Like, things are going to add. Right. Potentially. 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 Right. But so, I, mean, cause I like, agree with the first the charges. First. It's, it's basic, like... I would just say that what he did, given the video evidence, is not third degree. Yeah, if it, it, we, yes, yes. You know, I think I think <laughs> what is it to me as somebody who's not, I don't know, first, and, third, third. But just given the elements that Coach just read, by the way, you saying that is something that like I don't people, know about, that. people I've been talking to, we want to make sure the public knows yeah. because. I don't know. Yeah. So essentially, I just read the third degree murder. Charges. So what's like what would what's manslaughter? That's first degree. Yeah. No, well, first degree read... is premeditated murder. That's okay. It. Let me read you first. Let me read you first degree murder, which theoretically could be proven. Exactly, because they said that he worked with him for years or something like that. Yeah, he what? worked with him at the restaurant. They, so he uh, knew like a bar. him. He knew they him. worked together. Well, yeah. I don't know if they ever interacted. They were they worked at the same time. They were nice that they worked at the same time. What? Yeah. That's security. Of course they knew each other. At least seen each other seen before. Each other, yeah. I've worked security. I remember in college I worked security at Patch McGovern's. Oh, and uh, I didn't know that. There was a security service, a private security service, and I remember, like, I became friends with the whole security team. They, well, you get to meet you do, you do briefings before the events, you and you all, team. you meet the team, yeah. you get to know each other. If anything goes wrong, it's like, yeah, you got walkie-talkies no, right. on you. Everyone's in communication. Sure. Even Every the same Paul Police. Ever had. They, like, they introduced us to the same Paul Police, who are, who and, like, who are on site at the event, working security as well. Yeah. It's like, everyone knows each other. Yeah. I guarantee you, he knew. George Floyd. Right. I didn't even know that part. I was just gonna say the whole handcuffing, the rough, Here. the rough play, and mean? then taking him down, and then putting the ne- like some of that could be proven as premeditated, absolutely, but kind of immediate. Yeah, or heat of passion. Yeah, right. Like sudden heat of passion. It could be, but I mean, I would I would go as far to say that yeah. it's premeditation. If they could do more investigation, and get I evidence, did not I, know I, they worked you, together. Let me read that a bar. That, yeah, changes, that came out like yesterday. I think that changes the whole dynamic. That, I think. Yeah, it came out yesterday. Of what might have it happened. Came, yeah, it came out a couple nights ago. Yeah, they had to have known each other. Let me read you guys. Sure. The, they the, had to have known each other. Let me read you a statement of uh, probable cause. This is like the story leading up to all this. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah. This is attached to the, the, the complaint, okay? Um, and just so everybody knows, this is prosecutor file 20A06620, court file number 27CR20. <laughs> the citation six, and everything. No, this is good. This is important. <laughs> so that if people want you to need to cite your up, sources. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. I it. love it. You got to cite your sources. On May 25th, 2020, <laughs> someone called 911 and reported that a man brought bought merchandise from Cup Foods at this address uh, with a counterfeit $20 bill. At 8.08 p.m., Minneapolis Police Department officers Thomas Lane and J.A. Cohen arrived with their body cams, with their uh, body-worn cams, VWCs, activated and running. The officers learned from 
store personnel that a man who passed out the $20 counterfeit bill was parked in a car around the corner from the store on 38th Street. Body-worn cam video obtained by the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension shows that the officers approached the car, laying, of, laying on the driver's side and combing on the passenger side. Three people were in the car. George Floyd was in the driver's seat. A known adult. So there were other people in the car. Correct. Yep. Okay. A known adult male was in the passenger seat, and a known adult female was sitting in the back seat. What's At, unknown? Or known, like they, they know. I think they maybe maybe they have a criminal past, or they know the like confirm that this is an adult. I know this is a man. I know this is a woman. They're not minors. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if they know. I don't think it's known as not their identity. But it's just I'm confirming this is a man. Okay. This is a woman. Sure. Okay. Okay. I think. I don't know. Okay. So it says as Officer Lane began speaking with Mr. Floyd, he pulled his gun out and pointed it at Mr. Floyd's open window and directed Mr. Floyd to show his hands. Right there, we have a problem. Right. Big time. Okay. Let's continue reading. Um. When Mr. Floyd put his hands on the steering wheel, Lane put his gun back in his holster. While Officer Cohen was speaking with the front seat passenger, Officer Lane ordered Mr. Floyd out of the car, put his hands on Mr. Floyd, and pulled him out of the car. Officer Lane handcuffed Mr. Floyd, actively resisting being handcuffed. Once handcuffed, so now we've achieved the handcuff. He's handcuffed. He, so he was resisting, he achieved hand, he's handcuffed. He was resisting. Well, it says actively resisting being handcuffed. So He's like, get off this me. This is the evidence that the get DA off has brought. Right. What are you doing? Yeah, resisting is a very broad yeah, term. Right. Resisting, like, resisting, it could be being, verbal. Being yeah. stiff, yeah. it could be verbal. It yeah. could be yeah. like, anything. dude, hey, what are you doing? But this is what yeah. the DA is basically Stop resisting. Stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> they, yeah, they can say stop resisting, but you might not be. Exactly. So... Once handcuffed, Mr. Floyd became compliant and walked with Officer Lane to the sidewalk and sat on the ground at Officer Lane's direction. In a conversation that lasted just under two minutes, Officer Lane asked Mr. Floyd about or for his name and identification. Officer Lane asked Mr. Floyd if he had on any it or if he was on anything and explained that he was arresting Mr. Floyd for passing counterfeit currency. Officer Cooing and Lane stood Mr. Floyd up and attempted to walk Mr. Floyd to their squad car at 8.14 p.m. Mr. Floyd stiffened up, fell to the ground, and told the officers he was claustrophobic. He told them, mm -hmm. I am claustrophobic. Yeah. The officers made... Oh, I'm sorry, I, I skipped the line. MPD, Minneapolis Police Department, Officer Derek Chauvin, the defendant... And Tao Tua Tao then arrived in separate squad cars. The officers made several attempts to get Mr. Floyd in the back seat of Squad 320 from the driver's side. Mr. Floyd did not voluntarily get in the car and struggled with the officers by intentionally falling down, saying he was not going in the car and refusing to stand still. Mr. Floyd is over six feet tall and weighs more than 200 pounds. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. But I don't, I, I don't, I guess they included that saying, but again, at this point, you have how many officers? Four. Right. Yeah, wrestling so this guy. This guy, it shouldn't yeah. be, all you needed was, anyway. He's I, when I was talking to Kevin about this too, like, if I can sidebar real yeah. quick, he said that one of his um, friends that is actually in law enforcement mentioned that um, having multiple people uh, try to restrain a guy 
it's kind of like when a baby is like on a diaper or, or has like has to change a diaper and it's like given the parents a fit and you kind of need two people to kind of hold the baby down in a sense because they're just flailing no, blah, 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 or whatever like just kind of, that's the, the analogy that he used right okay and right. so it's like i don't think you can use that same analogy with four grown men though no no, Restraining one, one guy. Especially I don't like that guy. comparison. Yeah. I don't think there's any relation to, the, there's, to there's a baby no, and what I, I see, I, I Or a child. I don't guess it doesn't have to be a child. Baby. But I'm just saying, like, even if that's the case, the evidence that the DA has at this point that we've seen as the public doesn't show George Floyd flailing. It says here, he's falling down and refusing to get in the car. He told you before, I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. So there's, do you see the, the other yeah. issue here? Yeah. Right. If it were Craig, 46 year old Craig, who's like, sir, I'm claustrophobic. Yeah. There's, there's probably a respect and honor in his wishes to say, yeah. okay, but you know, do we find another method of getting this guy to our precinct right. to ask additional questions to? But there seemed to be a disregard for this man's condition at this point. Even if he wasn't diagnosed with claustrophobia, he's saying, I am 6'4. Or whatever, however tall I am, and sitting in the back of a cop car with my hands behind my back, isn't something I want to do. I can't say I've had that experience. Jesse, you can. I have not. Or you have not. I have not been handcuffed, but I have been put in the back of a cop car. I've been, I've been peacefully. I've been handcuffed, but I've not been put in the back of a cop car. And the reason why I was handcuffed, by the way, was wrongful. Um, I was accused of shoplifting by a. undercover target security guard. You were! St. Paul police officers then handcuffed me and brought me to the security room where they saw my receipt and apologized to me. And of course they wow. were sued, the target was sued. It was a, more of a target issue. The St. Paul police officer was just kind of following the target security wow. guards. Kind of, well, he was, he was, he was, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, the target security guard got fired and target got sued. And I mean, hey, that's that's an example yeah. of and Jesse, the thing discrimination is, on, 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 and racism on, on, yeah. in no for sure in America and Minnesota. There'll be an event that I'm um, helping organize where that's and a, we'll, that's we'll talk more about that where we want those, we want those stories told because people I'm sure the white people in your white circle white friends are gonna be like well no Jesse racism doesn't affect Jesse like, no <laughs> he's he's Jesse he's in law school he's there's no way. Yeah. Right, and I think there's a disregard for like your story of we are George Floyd. Absolutely, we, we didn't die, but we are George Floyd. The things that happened to him. Yeah, I never heard that story. Minutes. Yeah, it happened. And the thing, these stories are real, man. No, I know. I mean, that I, that's totally Let's keep fucked reading. up. That's totally fucked up. We're almost done, so it's not that I'm gonna probably stop here at the point of. But it says, um, while standing outside. While standing outside the car, George Floyd, George Floyd began saying and repeating he could not breathe. The defendant went to the passenger side and tried to get Mr. Floyd into the vehicle from that side and Lane and Cohen assisted. Defendant pulled Mr. Floyd out of the passenger side of the squad car at 819 and Mr. Floyd went to the ground face down and still handcuffed. Cohen held Mr. Floyd's back. Lane held his legs. So wait, they pulled him out of the cop car? It sounds like he was in the cop car at some point. Mm-hmm. And then they pulled, pulled him, him out? Yeah, the vi- no, the video, you can see it. There's an angle of the video where you can see him get put in a cop car, and then it looks like they were beating him up inside the cop car or something, like was fighting with him, wrestling or something. And then throughout the, through the left side, he was put on the ground. He was put on the so ground. The driver's side. Yeah, the driver's side, right. 
So it says, um, uh, Lane, hel Lane held his legs. The defendant placed his left knee in the area of Floyd's head and neck. Mr. Floyd said, I can't breathe multiple times, and repeatedly said, Mama, please, as well. The defendant and the other officers stayed in their positions. The officers said, you are talking fine to Mr. Floyd as he continued to move back and forth. Lane asked, should we roll him on his side? And the defendant, Derek Chauvin, said, no, staying put where we got him. Officer Lane said, I'm worried about excited delirium or whatever. Excited delirium is when someone is restrained and all of a sudden they get this adrenaline rush and they just start moving around. Somebody picked that up or, or how did they I think this is that just from the interviews had wow. or, or picked up through the body cam. Wow. Yeah, the body cam. Um, that's so he, he was kind of like, hey, dude, yeah, yeah, I mean, so listen, maybe something weird's going on. Yeah, listen, someone's saying, hey, I'm worried about excited delirium or whatever. The defendant said, that's why we have him on his stomach. None of the three officers moved their position. Yeah. Body-worn cam videos show Mr. Floyd continuing to breathe, to move and breathe. At 8.24, Mr. Floyd stopped moving. That was six minutes almost. <laughs> That's a long fucking yeah. time. It's a long six time. minutes. To have eight, four listen, people on you, yeah. dude. At, so, and now, yeah. it says Mr. Floyd stopped moving at 8.24. At 8.25, the video appears to show Mr. Floyd ceasing to breathe or speak. Lane said, want to roll him on his side? Cohen checked Mr. Floyd's right wrist for a pulse and said, I couldn't find one. That was at 8.25, okay? None of the officers moved their position. At 8.27, the defendant removed his knee from Mr. Floyd's neck. Two minutes after he couldn't feel after a pulse. he couldn't feel a pulse yeah that's he fucking moved ridiculous his neck, his that's knee. that's com i mean that's that's intention murder that's that's intentional the man stopped moving murder stop talking he confirmed there wasn't a pulse, pulse and you stay on him uh that's like in the movies when like you know, someone's like strangling somebody and they're like <laughs> and <laughs> they stop but, but you stay stop. yeah 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 cuz you're trying to kill them yeah yeah, yeah. exactly that's intent. That's total intention to kill. For sure. I'm going to stop there. There's no doubt can, about I it. I gave people the site. You can go and look at I mean, that. that is... Uh, so reflect on that. That was really like, important for me to know because I don't know... I didn't know some of those really key details. Yeah. And I still don't think it really changes anything that happened. But um, it's 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 good to know the details and I just I'm surprised though that the they said that they need to or at least Mike Freeman the district attorney for Hennepin County whatever we need to find you know additional I I agree that they need to do a full investigation blah blah blah, blah. but the evidence is there already yeah <laughs> what more do you need is, I think they need to make, you want to make sure it's a tight case right you right make sure it's a they got to do this sure. right they want to do it right the eyes of the law and justice which is a very wishy-washy kind of thing so they need to make it right for to, sure for their side of things so do you think their charge then was cor correct for for what i don't know because i don't know a lot of you guys are the lawyers here i mean students of law i, don't, I mean given that i don't think it's a correct charge. i mean based on what i just heard 
And what I understand of third degree murder, no. I mean, maybe there needs to be more severe stuff. I mean, for the, the question guy, becomes: at what point does it become know. premeditated? Yeah, then that's what you have to, to prove first. and defend. That's right. what I think where the battle in court goes. But he, with the pulse was that's a key factor. That's a key that factor. Really, that's a key factor. The pulse was checked. He stops moving. He as somebody who's I've choked people before in practice in fighting. Yeah, as a, as a as a wrestler. As when a somebody stops, when somebody taps, you let go. When somebody stops moving, you let go. I mean, even when someone you taps, know? they're close to like a breaking exactly. point. Exactly. They're tap. Yeah, they're tapping. Tapping is I'm done. Stop. Okay, that's fine. And you let nobody's ever come at me after that because they're done. Right. You can feel that they're done. You know that feeling. Like, I've got him, I've got him. And then they tap, and it's mean, done. You, I mean, we've wrestled. Like, yeah. you grip, you lock in, and yeah. you know yeah. the homeboy's tapping. Right. There's no real, like, right. I'm comfortable here. And he does, and then he and taps, it's over. And you let go. Yeah. Even, and when I, I was talking to um, Heidi about this. When I, I would even it, say somebody not tapping, and they go, I don't mean to cut you off. Well, yeah, but well, somebody well, goes like a little, you can feel somebody sure. let go. Right. You stop, Okay. You have pride. You're not going to tap. I fucked you up, but hey, right, you know, right, chill right. out over you here. You have a life to live. Yeah, right. When you watch UFC fights, I've seen fighters get a lock-in. The person's not tapping. Look at the ref. Like, yeah. Because they know I have a lot of money on the right. line, and I know people will count on me. Right. I have a, a life to provide. Right. But, like, look at the ref. Like, yeah, right. Call the fight. Right. Because that's, he's not going to but, but you have to also remember this Officer Chauvin Dude, he was he has not, none of that experience. He has, none of that. He has no right. empathy. None. There, he has there no none empathy. And, probably, and yeah. did, what did not care about his George Floyd did tap. Yeah, he did tap <laughs> right. multiple times. Not physically, but I like think, physically said like I can't breathe. Right. Help! Help! He tapped before he was even put down. He said, "Guys, I'm claustrophobic. I'm claustrophobic. Stop this!" Yeah. Like just so you know. Yeah. Because if you want, he could have resisted when he was crossing the street. That was a great time to run. Right. Yeah. He said, "Okay, we're getting close now." Hey man, I'm claustrophobic. Like, but they, there was no belief. That and then that that's where lie the problem. No, right. People think it's like, oh, it's his death. Death is like none of this should have even gotten. Yeah, to it shouldn't even got to this point. Yeah, right. I know. I agree. It should have been Mr. Floyd come in the car with us. We're going to the precinct to talk about this. Yeah. Just to get. Have these officers known George Floyd? Is like yeah. George, man. What are you doing? Yeah. You can't pay with counterfeits. Yeah. Right. Come on, bro. I think Stephen right. Jackson was like good friends with George Floyd, and he was like, man, this brother was trying to get his life back together. You know, he's he's doing good things. You know. They trying to get the trying to get people like, to come to Minneapolis. Yeah, just like he was a good dude. You know, like he wasn't. Dude. He wasn't out here like killing anybody or anything, but getting into like crazy right. trouble, like. And even if he was getting in trouble, like, and he, we right. have a system for that. Right. Yeah. Right. He didn't need to die. Yeah, he did it was not. a total he systematic breakdown. I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so much. It's so much. There's this so much to it. So yeah. Someone's brother, someone's cousin. Right. And, like, you felt because you were wearing this ugly-ass blue shirt and that tacky-ass badge that you think this you have so much power yeah. are you that afraid of our skin color right. i think there's major issues i, I kind of overheard one of you guys saying that there needs to be more training and more evaluating of people that can become police officers i worked with a gentleman at chipotle in mankato who was going to law school and this dude said word for word i can't wait to be a police officer and fuck up people's day and to me and when I said to him there, I'm like, that's really what you want to be a cop? That's like, why you want to be a cop? Like that. Going to law school or 
Police Academy. Uh, Mankato State for uh, criminal, criminal law. Oh, criminal law. Yeah, yeah. Or something. And so he wanted to yeah. be a cop. Right. And he was like, I can't. He was so excited. I can't wait to fuck people's day up. I'm like, kind of like, dude. Even if he was joking, that, like, that's not. Is that funny. really why you want to be a cop? He's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Most people need. And to we kind of left it at that, but it was like. He's like, you're not, you're not. So you're not excited to protect your community, right? So I, I agree in the sense of like, there needs to be that's, way that's more. That's all it should be about. It. That yeah. should be the first question in the interview. Yeah. So are you here to fuck people's day up or right. are you here to protect your community? Exactly, right. No. Because the, I mean, I'm sure that guy, I mean, he's probably a loser. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He probably has a low self-esteem with himself. Yeah. Or he may have been bullied when he was, you know, younger or something like that. I'm not giving them, Who knows? I'm not giving anybody. I don't know. I didn't know him well. It's, it's not an excuse, guy. but it's just, how did you get to this point? It's also how yeah. you're raised as a it's human ego, being. man. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, we've, we've glorified, I mean, listen. Cops, I understand, are important to a society. Like, like Trevor Noah said, these are contracts that people have entered into in time. I mean, we can even do an analysis of the history of police and why we have organized police. Right, the history. Police. The history is heavy, yeah. right? I'm talking go slave trade. The police were organized to protect the property and sanctity of life of white people. Okay, so you're far, okay. This is like, this is like deep. Right. And so then, over time, it becomes this like, oh yeah, they're your protectors of the community. It was never there. I mean, the systems are in place to keep certain groups in check, to almost protect the elite class, the, the, the wealthy class, oftentimes white folks, protected, secured, from, as opposed to serving. So it's, it's the reverse. It's, mm-hmm. We're here to keep you safe instead of, we're here to serve the community so that you can go about, you can go to school safely. You don't have to worry about, you should be excited when we're driving behind you because we're escorting you to school. Like, you're good. Yeah. But we don't feel that as right. a lot of people. No. I don't think I feel that. No. I mean, you're, what, you're a quarter? Yeah, yeah. but if a cop's behind me, I mean, when a, I would say this. When a cop's around in general, I don't feel There's safer. Safe. Right. Right. I feel less safe. <laughs> right. With a police officer around, to be honest with you. And that's a problem. And that's one thing I, one thing that I can think of right now is Shangri-La. I'm at a music festival with hippies. Nothing but peace and love. Nothing's going to happen. But to look over and see a sheriff sitting there, it's like, and just the way he's acting and his, his, his Ego. puffed out chest and like, you know, it's, it's eerie. Right. It doesn't feel, oh, I'm glad that guy's here. Right. To share with it's you. Feel actually like, the you feel opposite. like that guy's out to get us. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to. He's on. That's that. exactly right how now. I feel right now, he's on the hunt. Who's doing what? Right. And I can get to them. And it's a hunt. And there's a concerted effort. I know that police officers are. There's Mike Chief Mike Goldstein of Plymouth. I know he's really done a lot to connect with the community. That dude came to my house. I met that man. He's a good man. He's a very good man. These, yeah. but I, 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 it just saddens me that I don't see good cop, bad cop anymore. Yeah. I haven't for a long time. Yeah. I see, I understand you're human and the job, but you have to understand my distrust for you regardless. Yeah. I met that guy when I was a child. That's that last name him. ring a bell. Yeah. yeah. He's a good dude. He's a good man. He, I, I was babysitting my sister. No, he's a police officer. No, for Plymouth. Plymouth. Accidentally called. I was joking around. I was like nine one, and then all of a sudden nine one one is like 
Uh, or no, I said 911 and hung up. I didn't even call. And all of a sudden, 911's calling me. Really? And the home phone. And I'm like... I think it's automatic because they think you're getting a video. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I'm at home, just babysitting. And then, long story short, he came to check just on us. Right. And make sure everything was okay. And I started bawling. Because yeah. I'm like... How ten. Old? I was maybe 10 years old. My sister's like 6. And we're just at home. My parents are at like a business meeting. Yeah. I'm babysitting. Is that when Mr. D was selling those uh, energy drinks? Yeah. Excess. Exactly. <laughs> Like quick stuff. Those were kind of the yeah. drink flavor. I liked excess. Excess energy drinks. Yeah, so, they, were um, they were good. But yeah, <laughs> I was embarrassed that he had to come there, and I was a young boy and babysitting, and yeah, it was. He was a great guy though. He's very nice, I, I, very I, friendly. I, I wouldn't say I'm like I'm not by any means. Like, I, Even I, when I got my DWI, but it's uh, the cop I had was a a big black man. Um, I showed him nothing but respect, and he showed me nothing but respect. And I had a pretty positive, ex- as far as the DWI yeah. goes, he made it very smooth. Right. I was not handcuffed. He spoke with respect to me, and I right. spoke with respect to him. And there were three other cops there with flashlights on me, but he was very cool, very nice. And I got in his car, right. and he took me there, and I did my fingerprints with him. And he walked me through the whole process. He was a very nice gentleman. I don't know what his name was, Mankato State Police Department. Big, big, dark-skinned man. I don't know his name. Glasses. Very kind. Very nice. You see, and I think, Weston, maybe he's And been, I had a very good experience with right, this But guy. that's also empathy, too, because yeah. he's probably been in the same exact situation. He knows how yeah. scary. Yeah. And I... and I, So you like, you fucked up? To be honest with you, I was embarrassed. But, I was crying. Yeah. I'm a 20... I was a 23-year-old man crying. And, and that's why police need to have empathy. Yeah. They need to have empathy. And there, I wasn't... There is none. And, and at the end at of the day... And, and for I black see. people... At the end of the day, too, he told me, I could leave you in here. It's Friday night. You'd probably get out, like, Sunday or Monday. Um, But I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Here's your cell phone. Call somebody. If they'll take you in, I'll drive you to their house, and you can stay there. Because I had just gotten out of my apartment, so I was about to move into a place with Ramsey, our first apartment together. Um, Long story short... I couldn't get a hold of anybody because it was 2 in the morning. Nobody's answering their fucking phone. And he drives me to Ramsey's house, knocks on her front door, says, I have Weston in the car. He says you're his girlfriend. Is it okay if he comes in? Are you guys going to fight? And this guy, he was as cool as this could have went. And I was still embarrassed. It was still bad. I still paid a lot for it. I still felt the repercussions. But he told me, I'm doing this because you're showing me respect and I'm going to show you some respect. We're gonna get through this together, right. you know. I just, I mean, I kind of just. And it's, it's not at all what, what happened. And yeah, that's the right. thing I'm always trying to bring it back to you. Right. Is like, was there it's not any even display a... of respect on right. either side? No, I, I I'm, not, I'm sorry, not either side. On the side of the cops. Right. I, don't I mean, how do you extend respect if you're never being, if you right. have never experienced it? Right. And I mean, I, I commend that officer no. that you were. Uh... He was a great guy. I wish I could know his name and give him a shout out, but uh, great guy. I mean, he made this as smooth as could have been, and at the end of the day, don't get a DWI. It's not cool. It's not good, but at the end of the day, what I'm saying is not also, every cop is bad. I would also say at the end of the day, respect. try to be the best citizen you can be. So I got into a huge debate with Kwame and Koye Bodum um, the other day about you know how black people, we have to move different when we go out in public, right? And it's like... 
and they thought I was blaming, I was like victim blaming. And I'm just like, no, it's like, it's a reality that we have to live with. It's like, we have to be on our guard, a game. Always. <laughs> All and that the time, 24 seven. <laughs> because you see the brads just acting the fool. Yeah. You can't act that way. Right. Right. And that's a problem. Jerome get more time than Brandon. Right. I want to bring Tyrone home to the parents. You know, it's just like there is there is a deep ingrained racism, right? And so it's just like you have, and I was just kind of saying like black people want to go out in public and do things. We have to like almost be on our like hundred percent like straight. Like we cannot like, even give them the benefit of the doubt to even harass. Right. And they're like, they're not. You can't blame. I'm I'm not blaming anybody when I say that. But this is a reality that. Right. We've had to live with we, for we, years. We've become uh, like disillusioned of being proud of like even what we are, how we move. We act like we have to. We have to act in a way that is acceptable to a certain group of people right. because they've dictated what the norm was. Because this is the way of being accepted. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 so deeply seated that it's we. Yes, we are survived. Survived. I haven't had the experience of. Police brutality. I've been profiled, yes, um, but I haven't been physically harmed by by law enforcement. Um, I know people who have, and it's like, you know, the conversations that a, a white parent has to have with their kid is a lot different than what conversations black parents have to have with their kids. You know, the, like the sensation of like leaving Target, Cub Foods. TJ Maxx, wherever you shop. I would say the conversations with white people and their and their parents or their kids or you know white families have it, these conversations is that if they if, if they do it doesn't it exist exists. or if it if it does exist it's watch out for black people right. you know don't get yourself involved with their, their yeah, I've right. never and really it shouldn't that is the wrong to be honest my narrative. my parents never really had a uh, a talk with me about that besides like be smart don't get into trouble right. and my mom actually even took it a step further and said. If you ever go to jail, don't call me. And she said, hey, if you get in trouble, you're going to pay the consequence. Right, right. You did something and it's wrong and it's illegal. It's on you. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I think we've kind of hit like the narrative. It, it's, it's the story that we've been told. And I think our generation is recognizing now. Like, well, and you think about it. People oppressing other people. It, How long this has been going on for since the beginning of human right. and but kind. and it's just like but even that is makes it even less excusable. Right. Exactly. Like you ha you We've know how long and you exactly. know what it Thousands does to the human of years. spirit. Thousands and you of know years. what it does to a society. Yeah. I mean the amount of energy I mean, not saying that this would have been but we've put so much so much attention on solving something mm -hmm. that is really a, a, a concept that was created. Race. Yeah. If you cut me open and we cut you open, it's you're, the same. It's you're red. Yeah. Right. It's you're the same on red. the inside. And, all and, flesh and bone. Right. But the thing is, the concept of race has been created. Yeah. Big time. It, Big fabricated time. Yes. to to have dominion for, and it all comes back to economics. Yeah. Cool, the haves have yeah. Concept. Right. Yeah. And, I agree. And it's like, it's like we are now the wool. People have bought into this story. Yeah. It's a story. Yeah, and well, it's all we're taught too. It's almost it is, brainwashed. It's a story that they that mm -hmm. like brainwashed people convince it. themselves yeah. that black men are not people, and it's probably to assuage guilt, whatever it might be, to say, "Yep, you're not real people. You're actually." I don't think property. all people do that. Not all, but Wesley, what I'm trying to say was, I'm talking when we had 
the our constitution. Yeah. I okay. guess. There yeah. Was, there was this. There was this. That was their justification was their for justification, like slavery. Yeah. Right. To they're three fifths yeah. of a person. Right. So, but it's like if yeah. we convince ourselves that they're not, we won't feel as bad. Right. If we keep telling ourselves that they're not people, yeah. we won't feel as bad. Same thing with the Jews in, in Germany. You know, and so they like, weren't people. people. They weren't humans. And, or they weren't. They knew they were, and they found ways to. Because essentially, like James Baldwin was saying, all you got to do is, oh, you're from this tribe. You're from this tribe. You can't speak the same language. Put you on a boat next together so you can't uprise against the, the, yeah. the right. conqueror. Divide and, and conquer. Here, and then it's like, and you have children. The only thing, the, they don't know how to describe their homeland. Yeah. All they know is my, my history starts at the bill of sale at the port. Yeah. That's where my parents got. That's all I know. Yeah. And then you are told generation after generation. Of course, the, 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 the notion of like oppression is within your DNA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like like sadness and oppression and, and ostracization is, is in your DNA. That's going to carry through. And then the, the, the people, the race of the people who conquered, know that you are are human, are more than yeah. more than uh, deserving of life, but yet convince themselves that you're not. Then you then you develop people like Chauvin, who that? then the, the cop. cop, oh, who then thinks he's so powerful because well, this is the story. Yeah. Ignorance. Yeah. And yep. now man is like And he's a cop. So he's a white man and he's a cop. And he's got this ego probably. And and when you're a cop, you have another level of power. And yeah. I mean, they're trying to probably, divide us. Probably power trip. They've been trying to divide us for... Probably a huge power trip. Years and years and years and years and years. It started in Africa. And they just yeah. have... They just... Hijacked the narrative. Yeah, it start. It started in Africa. They started drawing arbitrary lines. Yep. France, you want this? You got it. We'll take. We'll take Ghana. England. We'll take Ghana and Nigeria. Fifty-six countries in Africa. Start splitting it. Maybe this is a little extreme, but the I think what's going to make a huge difference would be taking out places like the Pentagon and the White House, and where these. So decentralizing power. Well, where these. Where, in my opinion, a lot of this corrupt root is still being held. Yeah. What is taking out the... And maybe those, not taking them out, but this... A like, lot, like disassembling them? Yeah. Or restructuring it, or... I mean, it's, it's not only our local government, but it's... Our federal government is so corrupt. The... the I, would even, I would say the president. Oh, and of the office. And all of this... These huge, big, powerful people are really, I think, I think that's where a lot of this lies. What, all this that we're talking about. Division. Anarchy. Because they are fattening their pockets and sitting in their I mean, fine. I saw, I mean, and they're chilling. social media has been, you know, kind of like my only form of... Like, and they're the evil. And it was like, there was a picture of people looting Minneapolis. Yeah. Right? A lot of these being... White and black people, just people looting. Yeah, it said under that and underneath that picture was politicians. You had Mitch McConnell, yeah, Eric Cantor. It was an older fit photo of all these congressmen and people, and it was like amateur looting. Yeah, which was like I've people seen that. Looting the professional looting. Professional looting. Yeah, and they're like shaking hands, and yeah, like businessmen yeah. in suits. It's like they just do it on a huge, grander scale. Yeah, it's a bigger scale. It's, it's a way huge bigger level. scale because yeah. you're wearing a tie. It looks cleaner. Yep. 
It's, it's all shit. gang mafia. Yeah, it's all it gang is. mentality. It's it the is. Same For shit. sure. Same shit. I agree completely. It really is. You're talking, to, you're talking about a street war? Just imagine having access to bombs. That exactly. Right. And, I, and, I, and I see a lot like of people shooting Glocks in your yeah. neighborhood. No, right. I just imagine having a plane with yeah. a big ass bomb. There's a lot of uh, statuses. Of dollars and making people do what you Creating want them to. Fight. On yeah. Facebook that I mean, talk about just basically. Um, the looting problem and all that and it's like these these like the target the auto they will be rebuilt inventory can be replaced but we had to be careful with that though with the small businesses because a lot of those places that were looted were owned by people of color absolutely and the thing is some and i know but they can i mean this is material right, right? Material things that i'm talking my the point i'm getting at yeah. is that it's life or death then there's things that get burned down that can be replaced yeah material things right right Sure, it's very unfortunate financially and economically, and it's terrible. I'm not saying that it's like it's it's whatever. I see what you're saying, yeah. But I'm saying life should be held to a way higher, higher for sure than material standard. Yeah. We're in a consumer standard, society. Bro, like, you're right. It should be held to the like uh, the highest. Yeah. Like it's a precious, fragile gift. I agree. And we cannot compare that to the small business getting burned down. You know, yeah. you know what's funny about that? So a, a client called me. You know, we had... Uh, I guess I would like to see the governor have his house burnt down more than I'd like to see a small donut <laughs> shop owned by a black man get burned down. I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's true, yeah. Uh, I mean, and that's I the mean, most I important anything, thing. I don't want anything and to I don't, be burned down. Exactly. I mean, yeah, ex- yeah. Absolutely. Just, I'm, I'm not I'm, saying that like, oh yeah, yeah burn them. I'm and I know I'm not I'm right, yeah. and, but I'm just throwing out my opinion. I just think there's a lot more corrupt things that could I wish nothing got burned down. I wish nothing got burned down. Last week, I... I had an arbitration for a client. We wanted. I called him to let him know, and then he goes, "Can you believe what's going on?" And I'm thinking, like, okay, like, and this guy I hadn't had the best relationship with him. He's like, "Can you believe what's going on?" Like, I know the killing of He's like, "Yeah, I mean the George Floyd things. Yeah, that's super bad. Yeah, that's bad. But the looting. That's where his me and Audrey mind, talked about that. That is where his mind was. Yeah. It's the butt. Yeah. It's the butt. Why does there have to be a but? Yeah. Goes, I stand by you. I, I want justice for George Floyd too. But <laughs> this rioting and looting. I mean, look at this. Yeah. I mean, literally, this guy was like, like what? He, he goes, you know, I know. You George, sound crazy. He's like, he's like, George Floyd, I get it. Look, you know, the cops should have done that. That's bad. Yep, I get that. But the looting. But he's like, but. I'm on. And this guy's from, you know, northern Minnesota. He's like, I'm on, you know, Nicolette, right? Oh, no, where was he? In, in, in it's, South Minneapolis. Where he's like, and I'm right by the aisles. I can't believe what these people have done. And I'm like, bro, do you understand? He, and the thing, and for me, that's I was like, Bobby and Steve. I was like, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to entertain this. I said, yeah, yep. Audrey and I were talking about that thing. too. It's just like, moving on. it's you sound crazy. You cannot you say, say that you stand for justice for George Floyd and all that and it's like, all that good things, and then put a you can't say note. but you can't it's say but. by saying but. You can't say but. And we don't even know who's... I mean, I've seen a lot of sources say that a lot of the looting and the rioting and all that and the burning of or buildings... cool acts, bro. Right. The inciting of it is like the beginning of it, though. Are what is this? By these organizations and people that have nothing to do f- with George Floyd's right. justice. They don't even... They're just trying to wreak havoc. What's going on? I think they're going to enforce curfew now. They're like, get out. Get out of here. We've got axes, and we know how to use them. That's Bobby and Steve's, bro. Where they're at right now. Who's Bobby and Steve? Bobby and Thieves. Car shop. I know exactly where they are. It's, uh, it's a car shop in a gas station. 
and they're scumbags. The ones I've known, anyway. And this camera Mac thing is nice focus. So the curfew is at eight, apparently, and people are still out here. Time's out. Yeah, eight seventeen. Yeah, they're supposed to be in there. Go to your homes. <laughs> Everybody, report to your homes now, immediately. <laughs> hey, you. I also think it's funny how like there was like Mexico. dozens, if not hundreds, of cops protecting um, Chauvin's house. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, with that, his family's there. His family's at risk. His though. wife divorced him. Really? But I heard that might be for like asset protection. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll, I don't know. Because when, because of like when that he gets charged, that motherfucker's gonna go to jail for convict- the, for a long time. She's not gonna be married to that dude. I'll tell you right now. Especially after all this. I don't care what kind of relationship they had. Could have been the best marriage ever. Some shit like this happens. She is, And then, what, 15, 20 years go by? She's horny, lonely one night. She's not going to be with this asshole forever. I don't know, man. I mean that. You don't know what their relationship is like. I don't. But it's unlikely. She might be just as racist. Who it's knows? It's unlikely. I was telling you earlier, and I think I should say this now too, I feel like if you're a racist or if you think you're better than somebody for any reason, whether it's you did something or because you look a certain way, I think there's a huge level of like, you're you're like dumb. If you think you're like, I'm better than you because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, like, there's a huge level of, of ego and low intelligence, I think. Well, there's this video. Honestly. There's this video of this guy in Roseville. I think it was, like, a couple years ago. This white supremacist guy living in Roseville. And this, I don't know if she was a black reporter or Latinx reporter, but she showed up and he's like, I don't want certain people here. And he, he, he seemed like he had a mental um, di- um, disorder. Dis- dis- disability, yeah. yeah. He's like, and she's like, who don't you want? He's like, Arabs, blacks. Like, it looked like there was something cognitive. You overheard this? No, I saw it. on. It was a video of it. Oh, okay. Like a reporter. Um, who, I I think the story was this guy, was, he put like a Nazi flag outside of his house or something like that. And it was like, it's freedom of speech. And the community, like, forced him to take it down because it was insane. It's something like that. Even in Germany. Yeah, you can't do that. They have recognized their wrongs in the, the Holocaust. And they have like a... That's what I was saying. I retreated. Fat ass, like, memorial, memorial park that they have to, like... They're confronted with... Every day. I would, I've been telling... I've been talking to people. Boom, Why don't we have, like, slavery statues in the South yeah, and shit? We should. Instead, we have these, these, these nasty-ass confederate... Yeah, generals and stuff like that. Like, we should have a... St- we should, I saw there's a... And the president calls them, like, great them. American heroes. Like... Yeah. What? That's because Trump's a fucking idiot, Just dude. spurning racial... Just division... Just spurring he's, hate. He's totally stirring the pot. That's what he thrives on. That, and there's That's sad, That's what he's man. best that is at. Sad. That's and, and there's, That's what's sad. dangerous is there's smart people, intelligent people, compassionate people, right? Or who say that they're compassionate. He's a great president. I, mean, I don't like what he does, but... Yeah. I always get that. But, yeah, it's the but. but. I don't it's like the how but. he says but. things, but he... But. You know what? Look at the economy. It's like, hey, the I really like you. Yeah. The We've president is a cheerleader for the country. The president but. is a cheerleader for all these um, um, oppressed groups. He has to be that. 
Yeah. I miss Obama. Obama was... I miss Obama, too. Was just like, he was just more human. He was a human. He was more human. I mean, he was just more personable. Everything was more comfortable. I just, I nobody nobody was... Yeah. Nobody was worried about this shit that we have going on. Actually, right there we were, were many police brutality killings well, under Obama's administration. But, like, like sure. inciting white supremacy, like, encouraging that? Right. But the way no, Obama right. responded was 10,000 times better. Than the way Trump responds to it. That's what I'm saying. Obama was criticized. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying Obama was criticized for how he responded to things. But it's like the current president. I don't care. The president will always be criticized. The president, no matter what he does. Yeah. This president actually is like, I support what these white supremacist groups did. Yeah. You know what? They are heroes. They're called. You can have these guys in full semi-automatic weapons show up to the Capitol and demand that they can. they, They don't have to wear face masks to get haircuts. And get tattoos, but then you're gonna call people who are protesting and demonstrating for the unjust killing of a black man thugs, and you use that language if they loot, they shoot. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, that's ridiculous. Quoting one of the most racist sheriffs in this country. I mean, that's right. Florida, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, that's not what I meant." He's like, "You are the White House. You are you have you people have people checking. checking. <laughs> you knew what you were saying." Does he even write his own tweets? Do you think he know. writes them? I don't think he has the I, I and it's not to be disparaging, which maybe it is, but I don't think Trump actually has the the dexterity to do that. He might have a ghostwriter, honestly. I think so. But it's from coming from his, his team. Team, someone from his team. Huh. He's, they probably right. They probably they, they probably the president. Up. I have you writing for me. I or maybe it. he's like exactly Jesse. Tweet this right now. Yeah, he <laughs> could, it could be like that. And he just spits it, it like out. That. And then somebody's like, "Yes, Mr. President." Mr. Yeah. President, should we modify it to say this? Yeah, that's good. Let's do that. Yeah. Boom. Should we capitalize yeah, exactly. MAGA? We, do you want me to capitalize those letters? Right. Capitalize thug. I think if we do that, <laughs> get everyone moving. I agree with you, though. I don't think he's physically doing it, but I bet he's just telling somebody what to put out there under his name. Absolutely. I mean, they they probably quadruple times a million times checks check like what's going on and i can't believe if they're if they actually do check what he's putting out they check what i can't believe they let him out. put out some of the stuff he's putting out i mean it's his team it's his team they're all they're, they're all Trump. yeah they're his dudes you were all the Trump. boss yeah, you're gonna say whatever dudes. the boss says yeah he's a goon i mean him and his goons yeah. he's, a he's a goon yeah. yeah you're right i agree and he's out here calling these protesters guys thugs. thugs yeah fuck dude thugs thugs he's, animals He's, it's, it's, it's... He's doing it worse. Feels, it, it's a little even, it's scary to see that we don't even have the support. It's even different than having the support, but the, he's supporting the other side. Yeah. Right? He says, like, him And then saying, he'll call white oh, nationalists fine, fine people, people who are, the Tiki Torch Whites, that Dave Chappelle talks about, he calls them fine people, and their message... That's his target. ...is white supremacy. Oh, that's his market, for that's sure. That's his target, dude. I, I mean, mean, does that make it justified? Uh, that's not justified. I don't think it's right. But that's that's Donald Trump. It's fucked up, man. It is fucked up. It's really fucked up that we live in a day and age where the president has. I to, didn't vote for him. Has to support. I didn't vote for Hillary either. That support the groups that condone and basically carry out these assassinations. He cannot compromise that support because that is his target market. Basically, that is his market. And he's, and you, you know, gotta keep him. in mind too. He's a businessman. Absolutely. I mean, with no heart or compassion. Did you, did you guys hear about the Dallas dude that the guy with the machete that was uh, 
that was a uh, you know swinging his sword at the protesters, and he tweets so terrible. Uh, where are the arrests and long-term jail sentences for the people? So like the protesters jumped the guy, like this Dallas like restaurant or someone business owner was like chasing this protester with like swinging like a machete, like oh, trying like to come after this guy because I think he was like causing I don't know like get out of my restaurant yeah like or... get out of here he's trying to chase away the died. protesters no I think he's still he's last time I heard he was stable and like the hospital but they beat or whatever the shit out of but him they jumped out oh, like jumped him and like President was... Trump on all the things that he could have been commenting on says look at this Dallas man so terrible where are their arrests and long term jail sentences for the protesters that jumped the guy but he doesn't say where are the arrests and long term jail okay. sentences for the guy that murdered George Floyd and all these other black and, and, people and what in he says cold is we're blood. Doing a thorough and swift investigation. In thorough and swift. Unbelievable. That's pretty unbelievable. I mean, come on. I cannot even. I don't think there's anything describe. thorough I mean, that is so or not, swift that can be done about this. It's nonsense, dude. It's nonsense. What I mean, the 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 division that he is trying to create is just nonsense. But honestly, at the end of the day. What these people that are going out and protesting peacefully and volunteering to clean stuff up and all the social media stuff, I do see a lot of unity. Absolutely. There's a lot of unity coming out of this. I think our government, specifically the feds, want us divided. So to me, it's just sad to see what's happening to our home city, Minneapolis, when I mean, this is good. Like, we need our voice and stuff. But Sometimes I think this is just, almost good for Minneapolis. And it'd the be state. better if the, the White cleansing. House. It's a it, it is like, like the straight what, up. Like so cleansing. my cleansing is like the White House on fire. Whoa! <laughs> and the, and everybody like this shit right here. Everybody's doing this. But it's the White House, not Minneapolis. I almost see like, like you know, when farm. The I was Pentagon, talking to Weston about when we're grilling. The corrupt. You know, when like a farmer burns its own field, right. and to to make the ground more to fertile, or to, to prevent the fire from spreading. Right, further. and the and the then the crop grows even better and like stronger, more effective. Exactly. That that is what this. I, I, I really hope like that's that the analogy, analogy that you know the silver lining that we're coming out of this is like. I really like that analogy. Of it's almost like. A pruning. Oh it's a, it's a pruning. I just think I think you have the right idea, Jesse. You you sent emails to people who can make these changes happen. Very powerful. You're going to a inst place of power. But that that's a great transition lesson. That's what we need to be doing. Yeah. What action steps right. are we taking? To, to make a difference. Absolutely. Like, let's change so, I mean, after this. Like, like we, we let's change the way we think. And that's why I think this this death. George Floyd, I, again, I pray, I, I've been praying that this does that, not, this, his death is not in vain. Not in vain, no. That I hope that he's in heaven looking at us and saying, yeah. use this. Yeah. yeah. You know, my, time, make my time was snuffed out short. Yeah. I was, and I know he would have, he would have done good for his community. Yeah. But we, I think we now bear the torch. <clears throat> Black, white, Chinese, uh, Korean. Um, Mexican, Colombian—I don't care what African, Senegalese. Yeah. We're human. Uh, Kenyan, we're humans. We're, you, this is our time to say, this world is broken. Yeah. Humanity is broken. Yeah. Our focus has been made to 
look at the dollar, yes. and how much money's in my bank account, and if yep. I'm secure. But there's it's big corporations of people who don't even feel secure in their own skin. Yes, when they should be proud yep. of the skin they wear. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm tired of hearing. You know what? It's not even about race anymore. It's not. It's not race. It is race, right? It's we need to celebrate it. Yes. We need to say, you know what? White lady, you know, you have freckles on your face, you have red hair, that's good. Yeah. I have kinky hair, big lips. And beautiful yeah. chocolate and skin. Beautiful chocolate skin. I'm a sucker that's for good. gingers. That <laughs> you are? I'm a sucker for gingers. I'm sorry, can I turn you on? <laughs> <laughs> How do you like honey, baby? <laughs> Me so horny. Um anyway. But my point track. being is like that like that needs we need to learn to celebrate that. Like, I agree. We black need to celebrate our differences. I mean, I think black and unify. have been viewed as like, that's not pretty. Who was, was it, was it you telling me? Or was it Kevin that he was in a car with friends? And they're like, I don't think black girls, I don't find black women attractive at all. Who, who said that? <laughs> Probably both of us. I mean, I've, okay, had, I've, had, I've had a friend I've, say that. Close friends who said yeah, that. Yeah, I've had a friend say that. Right? And it's like, just kind of like, why, one, why do you feel comfortable to tell, like, what am I doing wrong that you feel comfortable to tell me that? <laughs> like, my mom and my sister are black, and I think they're beautiful. Absolutely. They're the most, I'm like, I mean this in the most respectful way. Your mother and your sister are beautiful black women. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, and I mean that by yes. no, uh, nothing but respect. That's blood. That's like that's my family, of course. But I mean, I'm just saying, like it's this. That's where I'm going back to the narrative. There's been this story told yeah. that that, but it's like, wait a second. Slave master was out here. Written. So, like, what, what are you talking no, about? Right, right. That you know that is beautiful, but you've been told this lie that it's not. Right. And that it's like it's such the story is four hundred years yeah. old. I think and it's the even pages older that have been that. written. Oh, it's way older. But, but here the in pages America, that have been written yeah. over and over. Yeah. The ink has gotten dry, and people yeah. think, well, that's it. And I think what we're saying now is this book is a lie. Yeah. We're going to throw the book away. Why does Brad? Why is Brad working at Goldman Sachs and is climbing the ranks? Because what Tyrone Tyrone is not capable. No, Tyrone is just as if not brighter yeah. than Brad. It's right. just that Brad knows, you know, his uncle is the right. the, the, the VP of yeah, sales, right. whatever. Right. That's why he's getting ahead. Right, right. It's a lie, and it's a yeah. It's this lie that we're to that you're told yeah. that white kids and black kids are told. Black History Month is always about the suffrage of black people. Yeah. It's never about like. Oh, by the way, those hip hop dances that you're doing it derived from this tribe. Yeah. That bass, that 808, that you know Kesha's singing about, that bass that you feel, Beethoven didn't use that in his music. Nope. So no. That came from Africa. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. that is like the, the, there there isn't a celebration of that, and like that needs to change now. But again, we all have our voices. I mean, the so, country was built on the back of African slaves. Yeah. And and the Chinese, okay. and the Irish. But okay, yes. and largely um, and African slaves, yes. <laughs> and um, a lot of minority groups. Yes, yes, but by and large, African slaves. And so, what I'm trying to say is that I don't think black culture is being, culture. You're right, celebrated, and it's funny because it it holds up so much of our economy this and our way of life. Exist without black culture. I mean, it, like. It was literally founded on the labor, blood, sweat, and tears of black people. slavery. If, if slavery was not a thing, if cotton was not a good that was being, because we recognize, oh, our soil can handle this. And tobacco and all that. Who would you, who would you have it doing it? The Irish? No, they're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Well, one thing we I do know with the, the railroads, the, and I agree. I agree with what you guys are saying. 
But there's even more to it. Like the Irish were even considered the, the they would literally call them the white N-word. Right. You know. Um, the Chinese and the Irish and blacks built the railroads, exactly. which really, from east to west, sure. and conquering that, made us a empire. Sure. Yeah. And steel. And none of that's right. And, but I'm, just, I'm reiterating what you guys are saying. That's what built this country. Those are the roots. Yeah. I included them in that list. Right. But uh, I think, I, I think another, another thing, though, were, you know, they were working. Those Irish and Chinese people were working, whereas Africans, they were, they were right. slaves. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And Chinese, right. and Chinese immigrants weren't slaves, and Irish immigrants right. weren't slaves. I, I, I agree with what, yeah. So yeah. it's a forced yeah. labor. Forced labor. It's Not a different pay. level. This is institutional. There was right? a level of racism, though. Big time. Sure, but they're not slaves. This racism, racism in America. They weren't slaves. Racism is is sewn in the very fabric of this country. The Constitution. It, it, it's literally one. It should be one. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. A pursuit of property. I think it was in it, or is it whatever, whatever it might be, and slavery. That's what it should be. Yeah. Those are our principles that guide us. Right. It's and horrible. it's like and we all the family fathers had slaves. <laughs> all of them. You think they cared about their slaves? And even they if they can, did... They care to the extent that you will continue to produce. Even if they did care about the, their slaves in one way or another, they still had them under yeah. servitude. They were not liberated. They <laughs> were not treated... They were not... You can talk and have a conversation, but you're, I'm just, by law, you're not a human being. So yeah. I can't. That, that <laughs> is so effed. Yeah, that's that's really and, that, and that's what we're seeing live on television. That's what we saw live. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I know you're breathing, you have a heartbeat, you have muscles, you have arms. But I'm a white a brain, police officer. But I'm white, and I don't think you are Chauvin, there's no pulse. Don't move two minutes, two and a half minutes later. I mean, that's ridiculous. Still honest. That's ridiculous. Still honest. That For detail what? right there. For I think what? that detail right there <laughs> is key in court. For what? What did this man do to you? But George That's intentional key for the death. But even if George Floyd didn't die... This officer should be charged and convicted for something. Assault. Well, and to be honest, battery, like yeah, whatever it is. Who, like I'm, I'm wrestled. I fought. When somebody goes limp like that, yeah. If you're trying to stop a stressful situation, and they go limp, maybe ease up, move your position a little bit, and where you can still hold them down. But to sit there in the same position. And he has stopped moving, and it never needed to get to that. Constant. I'm just saying, like, sure. yeah. this is a huge key in the court. This is a breakdown of power. Yeah. Th- yeah. This is this is a breakdown of what should have happened. Yeah. There, there's no direction in what happened. Yeah. There's a lot of chaos involved. This is it's just chaotic. What it's is chaos. this? This is a war. This is chaos. A this is, a de- is this a demonstration? We are like, watching, like... This is a show of force. This is all that We are is. watching... The military walking through the streets. I think that's police. Military, police, both. And National Guard. I don't know who it is exactly. Those National Guard colors? But they are, uh, they all look pretty much the same to me. The police and the military. All they're doing is a show of force. Military stuff on them. And they're trying to move these people. I mean, this is an international movement at this point. Like, this is like a shift. Yeah. Canada, London. 
I saw Italy. I saw Italy. Yeah, Madrid, doing Spain. I, I think I saw, I saw Tokyo. They were doing demonstrations in Tokyo, yeah. Japan. Yeah, good. They should do this everywhere. This this is a huge. It's thing. a human rights thing, man. This like, is a human not, rights like, thing for not only African Americans and all minorities, but all humans in general. This absolutely. is a whole different way that we need to think and treat each other. To me. Berlin, Germany. I'm just I I'm I try and be a man of peace. I don't really want anyone to be hurt or anything to be destroyed in all this, but in a sense I do understand that sometimes you need some chaos and some shit to You need it. It's a chaos. rub to you need some friction it's like to when make you were change. A kid. Yeah. When you're a kid, right? And your yeah. parents spe- slapped you across the face and were like, Okay, now we can I've talk never about I've never I've never been. You've never been spanked across the face? No. <laughs> spanked? I've been spanked like once. My mom grabbed me I'm with shocked. her fingernails one time. <laughs> she grabbed my, like right here, and locked my jaw up, and her fingernails were digging into my cheeks. She said, don't ever talk to me like that ever again. I was a little boy. Did you get it? And I got the point from then on out, so I never had to be spanked or smacked. Hey, God bless you, son. You know? I learned my lesson. Mother's dragging her fucking eagle talons into your cheeks. How old are you? I was a little boy. I couldn't even remember. But I remember that moment. And I never had to be spanked. Or smacked. Because I respected my parents. Yeah. As you should. I would also say, like, posting on social media and, like, you know, retweeting, favoriting. I've been doing the same. Like, it's hard. It's hard right now. Everything it's, I've re-posted on Facebook has gotten... Nothing but like, Weston, you're racist. I've got I've got people. I I reshared something about uh I reshared a post that said, this is a protest and it was Martin Luther King walking, and then it was this is not a protest. So it was people looting, and then I had people going, oh well, there's white looters too, you know. Murder is a crime, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I think everybody took this a different way than I took it. But you also have to be conscious about like what you're sharing and like the message that you're trying to and spread. I, I still am confident in that message that I spread in the sense that like let's not burn stuff down, let's not riot. I'm not I'm not for that. Right. I'm for the movement, but I'm not for the destruction. Right. And though I'm and though I saw that post and so of yours. People got really upset. I saw that post of yours and the picture is was MLK. Yes. And it was a civil rights movement in and the sixties. And I didn't even protesting. realize when I shared it there were only black people in the photo. And then the loot picture was black people yes. looting. So it made it seem you I'm so I'm saying you have to and be conscious because it made it seem yeah. like And that was not at all how you I know? took it. Right, See, you have to be conscious be of that. You have to be con. That's what I'm saying. Like, to be honest. people have to be conscious. And of that. at the end of the day, like, I had another person share something on that post because like, there are memes out there that are trying to spur division. Right. And Here, what is going on? And I, by no means, was a was trying to be like blacks are the only looters. That's not at all where I was going with the post. You know. But people are sensitive right now. I For sure. You gotta listen. Yeah, I don't want to get caught up by Plymouth police at night I'm in my car. Okay. Like, son, what are you doing out here? Chilling. Why are you here, son? He's like, well, I was talking about you. Oh, shit. You think, yeah, they, you think they'd really do that in, right now? But maybe. I mean, I think, every, like, right now law enforcement's jumpy. I, uh, I don't think this is going on where we're at, though. 
This is like if you were, about, if this you were is driving, about 15 if minutes If you were driving the speed us. limit back to Plymouth, I don't You're going to be just fine. I think if you need to, if you want to leave soon, you should do that if that's going to make you comfortable. It's about yeah. 8.42, but I think you're going to be all right here in Golden Valley and Plymouth. But look at these people, this past curfew, and they're like right behind yeah. the fucking police. Yeah. I mean, this, and this is the focus going on right now, yeah. I think. I just, I just really... I do agree they're jumpy. Like, if it was, like, all three of us, like, in front of a store right, right they'd now, be. they'd kind of be like, hey, what yeah. the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. But, like... We're protesting. I feel like, do you guys think white people are scared right now? Like, scared I, of, like, or embarrassed, or... what? what I do don't think? think so. Why? Do but all white people feel ashamed of this man? Maybe a little bit, but... I, it was it this should. individual's <laughs> actions. Uh, None of, uh, to be honest with you, I'm a mixed man. I have white family. I but you identify family. as white, correct? I identify as mixed. You identify as mixed? I identify as mixed, for sure. Because yeah. I am mixed. Okay. And so, you think that white people And do are... I think my white family is ashamed of what happened? Maybe in some sense, but that was this man's thing, oh, no. and he was a cop, and... I don't think you should bring my family and... Sure, with that being said... I all white people... I agree with that, but I also think this. that, like... Well, I also think, though, there has to be that kind of accountability now because, like, look at where we are. Like, it's the year 2020 and yeah. still not yeah. much has really changed. It was basically a public lynching. I agree with this. It was basically a public lynching. Saying. So it's like... But it's it's just hard to say... We have to be accountable accountable of each other. Like, and to me, I don't under, I don't know that. Because I don't identify, I identify as mixed, and so for do I think all white people feel accountable for what happened? In my opinion, no, and I don't think all white people should feel accountable for what happened. I don't think that. But you just got done saying it was a human rights issue. So as a human, shouldn't they feel accountable for it? They didn't do it. An individual did this. So it's like it's only his problem then. No. There's so a lot of so issues it's our going problem, on. Right? It should be like, I think you're trying to take my words and like twist them and no, sensationalize. No, it's what you said. It's what you said. I know what I've said, and it's what I believe. What they happened? should be ashamed of the situation that happened. Absolutely. Not of. That's what I'm saying. Themselves about, or something. About, no, we didn't say. We didn't, we didn't say not, ourselves. I'm not trying to say shame. I'm just trying to. Say, how about like I am was trying to. Every, trying to figure I think out. everybody like, kind of is that what you meant? Ashamed of yourself. Yeah, yeah just, I guess, like, looking at this and saying, like, I've but known this was happening. The situation was now, horrible. like, Everybody why am I hearing more that. now? Like, I feel like there's, there, to a certain extent, there was, like, I'm not really concerned with this because I don't see it. My kids aren't black. My wife's not Right, black. it doesn't affect them, so they just turn, turn a blind eye. Or they have the fortune of just turning away. And I'm not trying to say, like, but I, I'm curious to know how... Everybody should pay like, attention to this. Everybody should feel that this was a wrong thing that happened. And changes need to be done about what happened. I think I misunderstood this conver- the this last conversation, and I think it was a. I thought it was like I should feel ashamed of being partially white because of what this white man did. I mean, that's like it's not yeah. me. It's hey, not my family. It's, yeah. it's not anything I believe. So no, I don't yeah, feel something about myself because of this guy. Sure. But yeah, what happened is really wrong. Yeah. Really fucked up. And I think everybody feels that way. 
I don't think everyone feels that way, but they should feel that way. I think everybody should feel that what happened here was completely wrong. Right. Yes. I can completely agree with that. And I, I think it's ignorant to think otherwise. And changes need to be made. So I think I misunderstood uh, what the question was. Because yeah. I don't personally feel ashamed of this guy. But yeah, it's a shameful, yes. wrong, yes, that's what I was, that's what un, unhonorable thing to do to somebody. Unhonorable, I think that's just... It's inhumane, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's I think everybody, for the most part, I think, agrees. But not everybody does. You're right. There's all kinds of opinions. You know? There has to be a change. Like, yeah. people have to... People have to get busy, man. They have to make. They have to do what they can to, if they really believe in their heart of hearts that they don't agree, then they have to do something. We have to all do something. Yeah. Do what we can. Do what we can to help. This is right off of thirty-five W and like U.S. Bank. They are still at um, that Bobby and Steve's. There's still people there. Yeah, there's hella people there. People, they, I think just they're been being circling. arrested. They're just, they've just been circling that area. They're like all around like a car. They made a perimeter. What's going on? So that's the National Guard or police or both. But or what is whatever. that car in the middle? What's going on over there? I think there's protesters there that aren't deciding to leave. And so I can't tell if they're being arrested they're or... Them. Yeah, they're like literally making a perimeter. Yeah, they're surrounding them. This is weird, What's dude. Going on? What is going on here? Oh, this is so weird. Why are they, they all going to jail? They are surrounding. Th- there's these cops folks. all around. Yeah. I can't tell what's going on in the middle by the cars, though. You know. Looks like they try to create a barrier too. Yeah, with cars and people. But. Isn't that a parking lot? This silver car is what I'm looking at because, like, it looks like people like are around it. So I feel like something happened with that car. This is crazy. The protesters have decided that that they they want to live with, and that's a choice that they're making tonight. We did see last night that police were very effective in breaking up large groups. It wasn't that we noticed or or, or had. Uh, Large I can't tell arrests, what's happening. But the police were very effective in getting the groups separated, so were there just a few small groups that they were dealing with. Well, of good job. Split up the groups. But Randy, important to point out as well that good job. rallies and marches today were tens of thousands of people. A lot more people were out on the streets today than were last night. Well, we saw it on the bridge before the truck incident. It, uh, it was a massive crowd, and it was a peaceful crowd the entire time. It's all been peaceful. Even this group that's surrounded here right now has been peaceful. Um, yeah, you're, you're right. This man's preaching arrested, it. It'll be for the curfew. It won't be for anything else. All right, let's go back to Lauren. Lauren? Patrol, we have this parking lot surrounded. Get down on the ground now. You are under arrest. So they are making arrests right now as we speak. Behind us, there was a bus rolling Fuck up, which this. appears like it is here to take these protesters into custody. And I think Julie made a really interesting point there. That arresting these, these people all day. I've been talking to these protesters. Wow, great call. George Floyd, that name is on their lips. They have been talking about Is this going to help solve any I mean, seriously. The system. They were You're going to arrest all these people? And many of them may have decided that civil disobedience is being arrested. 
was how they were going civil to disobedience. They certainly were not in a hurry to leave when police officers wanted them to. Fuck and now that, that. is happening. Police are telling them, lay on the ground. We are coming to arrest you. Now, I can't see. We have moved back, as police asked us to, away from where this is happening. So we can't tell what's happening. We know about in that parking lot. You perhaps can from your vantage point view. But we do know that about four times now we have heard on the loudspeaker, this is the Minnesota State Patrol, get down on the ground, you are under arrest now. At the same time, behind me, I'm now hearing people chanting George Floyd. So these are people who apparently either got away from the crowd before, or people who have just come to see and are supportive of the protesters. A little hard to tell. There's a lot of chaos here. It's not chaos is probably the wrong word. There's just a lot of people around and a lot of cars around, so it's hard to necessarily always tell who's who. But um, Lauren, who's who? Uh, right now, the dudes with guns and body armor are, are the bad guys. How about that? <laughs> God, dude. This is a fucking Call of Duty hardcore mode. Jeez. Come on, man. Yeah, so you heard it. Peaceful protesting, and they went ahead and they're about to arrest him. So you want another drink? I'm I'm sipping on this one. Right. You also finish that uh, another time. You can still cut off the back. What do you mean? Cut this part off and smoke it later. Oh yeah, I know. So good. You cut it off. Why would you have to cut it off? Well, just so you don't get the ash. Well, that'll burn off. Man, I'm on my way up here to the studio. You know what I'm saying? I guess I guess you're saying. And this brother stopped me and asked me, yo, what's up with that brother? Chuck me deep. He's way nice. I said, yo, the brother. Cheers to Flavor Flav. Cheers. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to you guys. It's an honor to know you all. George Floyd. Justice for George Floyd. George Floyd. George Floyd. This is a good conversation. Good guitar. Going for a while. Gunshot. Make the wicked damn drop. Kill off. Or even guess the machine. Yeah, right. Yeah. Will the revolution be televised? I think it will. I think it will. It turns out it will be televised. This is fucking ridiculous they're arresting these people. Two. Going in. This is being heard. This is being Just spitting. Knowledge. 
This girl's feeling your boy flavor flame. Flavor of love. Anybody? Yo, this song is just heavy, man. It's some heavy shit, baby. The last verse you go. So who's this guy? That's fire. Get up if y'all really care. Go. Oh, it's relevant. Get up if you really care. This is not the first time. This is This is not the first time. I saw a sign. This dude was like, I'm 66 years old and I'm still protesting this shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a lifetime. It's more than a lifetime for some people. People are commenting on the video, uh, on the on the file. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On YouTube. On the song, yeah. On the song, yeah. People are thinking they're putting two and two together. Sure. Yep. God bless, guys. Yeah, God bless, man. Peace and happiness, man, to all.